Hey guys, it's Jackson. I just want to hop in really quick and tell you guys as a quick warning that in the episode we talk about religious beliefs and a lot of stuff in there and it's a very opinionated episode that comes from both of our hearts and kind of where we are at the time and some of the mindsets that we have about religion. But I did want to throw a disclaimer in there that there is a point where we say some stuff and I want to play devil's advocate and say just like how religious people shouldn't push their beliefs onto non-religious people, people of agnostic or atheist belief should not push their beliefs onto people of faith. It is equally not right and something that is not okay, and I feel like that's something that we didn't fully represent here, and I wanted to say that. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. Uh, It's a good one still, and it should be a a, a wild ride. (laughs) Take care, y'all. See you next Wednesday. Hey. Howdy, bitch. How's it going? How you doing? Wow. Welcome to coming up at first. Wow. Hey, that's Loki to first fuck up. (laughs) Welcome to coming up for air and introspective podcast. I'm your co-host, Jackson. I'm your uh, co-host, Timothy. Sir him. Um, Hemroy. Hemroids. 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 (laughs) This is my cream. (laughs) I sell it by the jar. By the jar, yeah, I'll be popping them bitches yeah. out, <laughs> cream out the wazoo. <laughs> literally, literally out my wall. Yeah, um, what a good way to open. As it goes, we baby. managed to lose half our listeners within the first <laughs> minute of the podcast. Yeah, hey, it's one of those episodes that you know we talked about. It's really late. We're kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's after midnight. It's what two two thirty in the morning. It's two. We recorded for you guys because I just want to kiss you on the forehead and tell you how much I love you. You know what I mean? I hope, you, <laughs> I hope y'all are doing well. Um, yeah. Brendan, let's uh, let well, let's real quick. We're gonna we're gonna hit top on, talk about our main topic really quick. Jesus, um, I I want to give a little bit of warning before we dive into this episode. It is gonna be an episode that deals with religion because we're talking about how religion impacts society. Uh, which we'll touch on kind of our experiences with religion, and it also is sometimes a touchy topic for people. So I'm sorry in advance for whoever yeah, we, I offend. We, <laughs> you know, this is going to be in a very opinionated, filled podcast, and if you are someone who gets very defensive or very personal on their religion, I do implore you, like, hey, maybe listen, hear what our stories are, hear why we have the takes we do on religion, and kind of see what that's like to get perspective um, because I religion is something that I've gotten a lot of res- perspective on throughout my years. Facts. Um, so, and, and I think it's something that a lot of people kind of forget or like get themselves in a bubble in, but we'll kind of touch on that later. Um, but I do want to give that little bit of warning that this episode might not be for everybody. Um, but otherwise uh, let's, uh, let's head a check in real quick. Brendan. Um, for me, I wanted to check in to kind of, I'm just kind of floating around to see what I want to save up my money for, whether it be completely inking out my body from the neck down. From nut to nose. Literally. Like, I just want like, literally from where my beard starts all the way down. Mm-hmm. Actually, technically, I want it up, up my, in the back of my ears. And I also want face tats eventually. You gotta get some cute butterfly wings on each side. Oh, I'm gonna get the lips and I'm gonna get like a kiss. 
on my cheek right here. That's crazy. Yeah. It's going to be... No, I'm just kidding, bro. I was like, please, <laughs> please tell me you're joking. This yeah. is such a bad idea. Yeah, I am. Um, no, but I would eventually want to get, like, even, like, face tattoos and shit like that. I think that shit would be hard. Um, or save up for, like, I don't know, probably something responsible. You know what I mean? <laughs> something that would actually do me, like... Uh, don't get me wrong, bro. I'll, I'll tell you what, bro. If I were to get tattoos, my rating as a human being would go from, like... I'd say I'm a solid six, like a solid seven-ish. Depends on the day and what I'm looking like. You know what I mean? Depends on the fit, how I'm holding myself. Fully tatted from neck to toe. Yeah, I'm instantly a nine butt-ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> like butt-ass naked, I'm a nine because you know my who, whole body's a portrait. I got bro. bullied for getting my newest tattoo by my Justin. For getting your what tattoo? My newest tattoo. Oh, how did you say getting your nose tattooed? I said no, dog. Newest. So what? Oh, um, why'd you get bullied? Because he was like, I'm just saying you could put your money in better places. And like part of him's right. There's definitely stuff that I should be putting my money into. But also like I saved the money for the tattoo. If you're ever the type of person after this person's already gotten their tattoo and you look them dead straight in the face and you go, you know, you could be putting your money somewhere else. Do me a favor. Look within. Because you're the issue. He listens to this. Good. You're the issue. Don't you ever tell anybody <laughs> to not get a tattoo. Hey, well, hold on. Look with like if, Look inside well, me. Well, I mean, if the get person's like struggling Stop. to survive. No, I'm just like. If the person's struggling to survive, you know. Well, absolutely. Obviously, you're going to make your decisions like based off of. Yeah. Like if you're saving up for it, you know what I mean? Then like, absolutely. That's something. Yeah. And after like, I explained to him, it's, I was like, it's not like I'm, you know. Cutting my paycheck and like, well, <laughs> gotta make it work. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna survive off two hundred dollars and spend eight hundred dollars on other tattoos. Yeah, you know, no, like, I was like, I you know put money away through tips for months to get this. Yeah, and I think for me it's like, and he was like, oh, that makes more sense. That's cool. Yeah, like people save for tattoos. You know what I mean? But I also think that a big thing for me is like, tattoos are so much more than what they are to me. Because for me, tattoos are obviously like. And I'm sure you feel the same way, like expression and like just it's art and it's yeah. a story. And I'm not a big art person. Like I don't go and like look at art. Sip your wine. You know, eat some fucking cheese. You know what I mean? On some ratatouille charcuterie shit. Charcuterie board. Yeah, charcuterie board. You know what I mean? But. This is a long cold open. I'll tell you what though. When I see some like, bro, if you're a female. Oh, here we go. Respectfully. Here, here we go. And you have any type of sleeve, you have a, a back tattoo. If you have any type of just tattoo, bro, you're fine as hell, respectfully. That's just my opinion. But you ever see like a girl sleeved out? You know we what I mean? can't get into this right now. Sheesh, man. Let me tell you something. Oh, I'm like, that's so hard. I'm like, Bro, I hope you're having a fantastic day. If no one's told you, you're it. You know what I mean? You're the one. That's how I feel about girls with tattoos, bro. Get you some tattoos. Come holla at me, bro. Let me let me bless you, bro. Let me let me just give you the world, bro. Fuck, bro. Hey, I'll tell you what, I told myself I never let a woman ever ruin my life again. If a woman fully decked out in tats came through, fine as hell, I'll be like, You want my social security number? What you want, bro? Like Go ahead. That that that's my check in. What about you, dog? 
I want to talk about um I I don't know if this is something that I've talked about on the podcast or not, but it nostalgia kind of forming us and how your past and not in the sense of like obviously your past forms you, but in the sense that like the way you look on your past and the way that you like feel nostalgia towards it or like have those rose tinted glasses with it really can impact like the person that you become or the way that you like your view on life and the environment around you or and everything like that. Yeah. I think that you go through life and you want to do all the things that young you not only young you didn't get to do, but you want to do the opposite of everything that happened to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like for me, like I was, it's weird you say that because I just had a conversation with my mom. Like we were talking about like relationships and shit like that. And you know, cause she asked me one of those like, Hey, like you talking to anybody? You're really quiet right now. Oh, my mom asked me if I was like, just kind of like talking to anybody, you know, she was like, yeah, like what's up with all that, yada, yada, this and that. And I said, well, first off, I don't trust anybody. So we have to start there. And then she obviously wanted to like unpack and like talk about it. And um, I was like, you know, I'm thankful enough to know that like both good and bad. I know what I want and didn't want in a relationship based off of what my parents went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? So saying like from a relationship standpoint to a parenting standpoint to how handling life, um, we get a lot of that from our parents. You know what I mean? And I think a big thing with that is, is like, all right, I see this and this is how this made me feel. I want to do the opposite. You know what I mean? And I think, I think, I think that's how our past, like it really does make who we are. You know what I mean? Not even just like in that sense, but also just like the rose tinted, like, glasses too of like you see certain things you're like you're like oh dude i remember like arcade games were amazing and then like this is actually for me like i remember arcade games were so much fun but if i was to play some of them nowadays i guarantee you i'd be like this is dog shit bro that's how i feel about certain ps2 games I and that's the thing that's me, what bro. i mean is like the rose tinted glasses for you sometimes like make it so beautiful and you like and, and that becomes part of your personality you know one of the big things that I think for a lot of a lot of gamers in this time period is the Call of Duty like lobbies. Bro, everybody talks about this, right? Is if like you're in you're in the COD lobbies and it's, then it's 2009. Just, yeah, you wake up on a summer day. Yeah, everybody's shouting at each other. You load into Black Ops One or like Modern Warfare Two, and it's just like everybody's shouting at each other. Everyone's roasting each it's other. Literal pure chaos. If you're on Black Ops One or Two days, it's like ninja diffusing out the ass. Like, that shit was. Crazy. And, and then like the ninja fuse goes off and obviously one team knows what's happening the other team doesn't and then you just hear oh oh he got no nipple oh you dumb bitch yeah like, you know, bro like get shit. absolutely shit yeah on. like it, everybody's losing their mind and like i guarantee you those days are not as good as you remember them being <laughs> yeah probably not like it, you can even go back and see some of the videos that people made from those days of like oh there was some shit that was going on that was not okay and there's some people who really got like Bent over by verbal words. Hey, I'll tell you, you what know? though. I'll tell you what though. If you grew really up, loud. if you, if you grew up in them lobbies, if you grew up in them party chats, if you grew up in that, you came out a strong fucking warrior. You to this day, you're a fucking animal. You're a heathen, bro. And that shit trained you to be able to come back at anybody. Because you know what? Those same kids would go to school the next day and fucking fire off on each other. You know what I mean? So then you would take whatever 
anger or whatever come back you about a oh this motherfucker said something at school bro in modern warfare 2 that shit gets dropped promise you that shit that anger's coming it's crazy just to think about like that type of mindset though of like your your experiences in the past and like the 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 way that you perceive them super impacts the way that you go about your life also because like for people who strive to have that connection and that, that level of like, dude, I remember those lobbies. Those are great. You look for something that meets that excitement, that meets that level of like, this reminds me exactly. And that's why I, I think it's funny because we get the comments on the podcast and one, and the comment that we receive the most by far is this feels like a conversation I'm having with my homies at 3 a.m. or like two in the morning, you know, and that's I want to kiss you. Whoever said that, I want to kiss you on the forehead. We get it all the time. I want to kiss you in the back of the, your mouth. That's Literally the back. I want to kiss you in your uvula. Okay. That means it's a girl house. Huh? It's a, there's a movie called Monster House. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, he's yeah. like, she's like, that's its uvula, and he's like, I thought only girls had that, or that means it's a girl house. That'd be you in that movie. <laughs> Brennan's the motherfucker that loads in the lobby. Yeah, I was just with my bitch for Whoa. for two hours straight. We was in the bed, and he's like thirteen, so it's actually like I was just with my bitch for three for two hours straight. Yeah, but honestly, I'd be the type to to be like they, they would say something, be like your mother. Yeah, <laughs> your mother. Gear mother. Uh, anyway, go fuck this yourself. This has been a super toxic fourteen minutes. Um, that and I'm already I'm already gonna have to make so many cuts. There's a lot of podcasts that do a lot of cuts in their recordings, so they'll like it's constantly edited. Where there are some like ours where I don't make a lot of cuts, honestly, like to the content and to things that we say. A lot of it's not really changed out or edited or fixed. Yeah. Um. And I would, there's one podcast I listen to that's like super produced and they cut a lot of it. And then every episode and in some of their episodes, they'll be like, no cuts. Like th- that's their goal is they're aiming to not have to do any. And then um, the other podcast that I listen to most commonly, he's like, they're like, yeah, we just hit 90. So I think we're good. And that's pretty much what we're on on the like actual recording itself too, like on the episode. Mm. So I'm just like, man, that's crazy. One of you, like, the, the, see that comparison is wild. Fucking bunkers, eh? Yeah. Anyway. Oh. I think it's time that we dive into our main topic. Tough. I'm yeah. here for it. So, we're going to talk, like I said at the start of the episode, about religion and the way that it's impacted society, which means that we do have to get into a lot of opinionated conversations, uh, and we're going to talk a lot about experiences that we both had and the way that we feel about religion and um, the way that we've seen that it impacts society. Fuck what you heard. And that obviously can... Fuck the free world. Yeah, fuck the free world. Uh, That, you know, obviously is a very touchy subject for some people. So I just want you to keep that in mind as you roll into the main topic of this episode. So let's kind of... um, Let's start with our experiences... Brendan, what's your experience with religion? Man. Shit. I don't know. From a, So I was raised Christian, like, from a young age. Like, mm-hmm. 
I think my parents were Catholic, but then we did the whole Christian thing. At least from as far as I've known, we've always been Christian. <clears throat> but I started to. So my brother had a big influence on kind of just how I see, like saw the world because like as much as my parents wanted me to listen to like gospel music, yada yada, like you know who my parents are. They still listen to like hip hop and like a bunch of vulgar ass shit. You know what I mean? So I was still bumping my shit. And then on Sunday being like, Jesus, you know what I mean? And then as soon as you leave the church, <laughs> we're like, over there like, I got beaches in marijuana. You know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, shit, it's kind of lit. You know what I mean? But also in the same sense, like I think the biggest thing, that I always took away from religion and like going to church and shit like that. Like I, I, by the time I was in middle school, I resented going to church only because I ran into so many different people that were the biggest like fakes that I've ever seen in my life. Like on Sunday, you holy Jesus Christ. And then on Monday, you fucking everybody and a mama, you know what I mean? Um, I've seen it where pastors are called out or, you know, um, basically called out for cheating on their wives and they're supposed to be holy men. You know what I mean? Like leading a whole group of people, um, blows my fucking mind how many times that happened. Um, a lot of the youth leaders being fucking weirdos and creepos with younger girls, um, and a lot of people are like, oh, like, but that's on them. Like, that's not on the religion, yada, yada, this and that. But also, how is it, it, it this kind of touches on, like, a thing of, like, stereotypes. Yeah. But, like, stereotypes form for some type of reason, usually. And it is a stereotype for priests or pastors within the churches to be pedophiles. Yeah. Just saying. And it, it, it maybe it wouldn't be a stereotype if all of these fucking priests and grown-ass men weren't being pedophiles you know what i mean yeah um you know anyway keep <laughs> like, like keep telling you run <laughs> keep running your shit um let's see what else um like especially with like people who are super strict like bro i've always been the type of person like I'm not going to shit on you for what you believe in, bro. Like, believe in something. You know what I mean? Cause I've always I've always believed in, like, if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. So, like, believe in something. Like, for me, at least, I know that there is a higher being. I know that there's, like, aliens and shit out there. There's probably, like, on some Dragon Ball Z shit. You know what I mean? There's got to be something out there that creates all this, which I'm cool with. And I believe in kind of, like, the universe very big on like energies and shit like that only because the Bible to me has been transcribed so many different times by so many different people. It's somebody else's words. You know what I mean? Like those words back then have been, Oh, this is what I got from, you know, these sayings. This is what I got. This is what I interpreted from this. You know what I mean? And at that point, the Bible is the most publicized game of telephone. Literally bro. And, and, and in my mindset, when they translate those Bibles into, you know, their own words, they're also controlling people in their own words because, I mean... You shift what you need. 
if you put in something in the Bible that, you know, may or may not be true, but sounds better to you because it's a story you're trying to tell to get people to listen, you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Who are we to know that, you know, these motherfuckers didn't change any type of shit in the Bible. Also this, if you believe, listen, I'm telling you right, I, this is the only time I get disrespectful about this. If you believe Jesus was white, you deserve to get punched in the forehead. If Jesus was white in the Middle East back then, they would have cut his head off as a baby, as an infant, and sent that motherfucker to a fire. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> I like mean, real I, I, life. I mean, obviously, I do know how it happened. You know what but I mean? Like, like, like that man was brown <laughs> with yeah. a big beard. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, there was no white Jesus, bro. We always grow up like, oh, like the white man, white Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm promising you, know you my man was not white, bro. Like, you, like, so many people. That That's how I start most of my conversations whenever, when anyone ever tries to tell me, like, yo, you should try out religion, yada, yada. I look at them and I go, what race is Jesus? They go, white. I go, Get the fuck out of here. White isn't even a race. That's what I'm saying. But like they they, they try and tell me like, what, or even if they say Hebrew, I'll go, okay, what color was Jesus? White. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my face. I don't even want to talk to you about this shit no more. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and I know you coming from this background, Mormons, <laughs> I love you guys because I think it's- Because we're fat shit? Psychotic. Okay. Really quick. Um, if my grandma is listening to this, I'm sorry. You're not going to want to listen to this episode unless you really, really <laughs> do want to hear out my opinions on it and you do want to know what it's been like and, and how I feel. And I highly encourage, especially <laughs> you to listen to this because I know you're the only one in my extended family that really hears this. And, and I think that it could be a really good touchstone for our family. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of your experience with religion. Yeah, um, I just it, it's a, it's a lot of fakeness, a lot of uh, bending to the benefit of others. Yeah, my experience with religion. So, um, my mom's side of the family is Mormon, and then my dad's side of the family is Catholic. Um, hmm. And yeah, very what different. a mix. <laughs> yeah, um, and my grandpa on my dad's side, who for the sake of easy. Or, or like, you know. Is that a word? No. Uh, it's not <laughs> the word that I even wanted to use. For the sake of ease, um, we're going to call Papa, which is what I called him. Easy. Um, yep, easy. Uh, easy. Uh, uh, it's like a thing Seer would say. Anyway, um, <laughs> the he was like devout. Like that was his shit. Like, uh, and my, yeah, and my cousin went to Catholic school and my grandma taught at Catholic school. Mm. So like a very invested Mm -hmm. on my mom's side, Mormons go 100 and there's no stopping them (laughs) pretty much. Uh, there's, you know, obviously there's some multiply by like tenfold. It's definitely like you are in, um, and my mom's side of the family is very much in like deep and, um, my mom is gay. And so I grew up. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. I'll kind of talk about that. Um, so my parents divorced when they were two, which is when my mom came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever my mom came out, the Mormon Church blamed my dad, who had converted to Mormonism. And Mormonism is a very isolating religion that kind of really tries to separate. Like whenever you leave the church. Um, you are excommunicated 
if you have yeah, a you're word like exiled, yeah, that's what excommunicated technically means. Yeah. It, you're not supposed to really speak to these people that aren't a part of the church. You know what that's called? Cult activity. Cult mentality. Cult activity. Um, I know they're doing something so, dirty. So we'll kind of get into some of that stuff because um, we got a lot to talk about. Those are the drug smugglers in we America. Got a, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> so for me, um, it's hard because that deeply impacted my dad's side of the family and it has impacted the way he views a lot of things and views religion and some other stuff. And then it also impacted the way that Papa and that side of the family viewed it. Um, and then for my mom, it was all very, very rough um, because she had to go to therapy for it, for like believing that it was okay to be in her own skin. You know, there the the stories about people going to like camps or like therapists to like pray the gay away are real. That's real stuff that happens every day to a lot of people we're struggling with this type of thing. Um, and I applaud her so much. And mom, if you're listening to this, I love you so much because that is such a, something yeah, that I could a, never imagine yeah, you're a going thug, through. Bro, Cause that's about the most batshit crazy. I think I've ever heard in my life. Um, you're a thug Jackson's mom. You're a fucking trooper. <laughs> and so it's, it's played a really big part in my life. And I didn't really know kind of the severity of it until I was about 10 or 12, which I think is something I mentioned last episode, even, um, but I, I've been to church several times. I went a lot when I was younger, uh, when I was w- involved with my extended family on my mom's side. Um, and so I've experienced kind of like what the Mormon church process looked like. I've experienced some Catholic stuff because I went to preschool and kindergarten with my grandma. Um, and I experienced what that stuff looked like just kind of passively also because I went to church like mass with them and stuff too a couple times. And so I have some, like, I've been touched by the church in some regards. And That's probably not the best. Yeah, I want to say it that way, though. Uh, but I also, you know, and then I've done a lot of research and I've, I've taken the time to learn a lot about that type of stuff uh, because of the way that's impacted my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so let's kind of let's kind of really hit it now that we've really kind of touched on our stance with religion. I'm... <sighs> For sake of ease, I will say that I'm agnostic, but I don't really know. I kind of go back and forth between agnostic and atheist because there's a lot of stuff there that's kind of hard for me to unpack. Um, I would say I'm agnostic. I definitely. Don't I know. think that there's something I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm the same here. I'm just not gonna call it. But that. also, like, like it, something can even be fate. You know, just like the way that fate and time works. The only reason why I wouldn't say I'm not atheist is because I know for a fact that there's aliens. That can be considered a higher power. Absolutely. Because but some atheists because, still because, believe in aliens. Because don't get me wrong, if an alien pops right here in front of me, starts floating above the ground and doing some oogly woogly, let me tell you something. That's Superman to me. You're Superman, dog. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, 110%. That's God. So... Jesus. T- that's cult mentality. What um <laughs> what do you feel Facts. like what do you feel like the point of religion is uh in society? Control. No, but in a <laughs> No, I'm not going <laughs> to No, I'm just I'm playing. I mean kind kind of um but in more of a uh Okay. 
religion to the people who genuinely want to like bring good, like get something good out of it. And like for them to like better themselves, I think those people use religion as a moral base and a, a kind of like a a way to think and, and, and how they come up. You know what I mean? Because you have your 10 commandments in my, in my opinion, your 10 commandments should be natural fucking born. Hey, I'm going to be a good fucking human being. You know what I mean? Um, but also I like, do you believe that when we're, uh, do you believe humans offer rip are bad? I think that humans innately have negative tendencies. Absolutely. You have to teach a kid not to steal. You have to teach you have to teach a kid not to say certain things cuz it could offend somebody. You have to teach a kid his demeanors and his manners because it could be in, uh, incorrect in certain Morals areas. Morals are malleable. You know what I mean? So we have to teach people to not do these things. You know what I mean? When it comes to religion, people use a religion as a way to kind of tunnel vision it. You know what I mean? And and it kind of gives you like, "All right, this is your box that you have to stay in. These are the rules of the box." And if you step out, the higher beings gonna look at you like you're the biggest piece of shit in the world, and then you have mm-hmm. those, and then you have those people that are like, "Nah, bro, he forgives you." So I'm like, "All right, bro. So if I go take a chainsaw to like six different people, bro, and then I go forgiveness, he's gonna be like, gotcha, bud." You Fuck go to professional here. and you pop a Chris twenty in the donation box. Actually, you know they go, "Oh, God's gonna love you, <laughs> bitch." No, he's not. That's one. And two, you have the people who use religion as a genuine and like mind fuck and to control people. Like if you don't live this type of lifestyle, in my opinion, Mormons, if you don't live this type of Scientologist too. Scientology is fucking insane. Tom, Tom Cruise, you're batshit crazy. You think that I'm Tom Cruise? Anywho. Um, he fucks fish. Not really. I believe it. That's a deep-rooted bit anyway. <laughs> um, anywho. Uh, yeah, those people who use, like, religion as, like, a way to control people. Like, yo, if you don't live in these, like, if you don't live on this path, when you die, you're going to go through, you're going to get absolutely butt-fucked through seven different levels of hell. You know what I mean? You don't blow me. God will hate you. I... Uh, that is so shitty to even like. There's a oh dude, what was uh Devil All the Time? It's a movie starring my boy Robert Pattinson. My boy. <laughs> um and Tom Holland. Oh shit. It released a while back. Um and Robert Pattinson's a, a pastor or a preacher. Not a good dude. I was like super creepy. Yeah, that sounds um, like that. fucks around with Tom Holland's sister. Mm. Um and, and does Tom that Holland comes in on some Spider-Man shit. Tom Holland comes in on some. I'm a dude who's been through a lot, and I'm gonna fucking kill you with this pistol. Energy. Hell yeah, brother. Um, great movie. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. It'll make you uncomfortable. Um, but it's a good movie. Solid. Um, love it, and it's super interesting. Uh, but I definitely think that it kind of gives that peer into the the mindset that we have of like. Religion can be absolute power corrupts absolutely, and I think that religion puts people on a pedestal by the grounds of how good can you kiss ass and not necessarily show work for it. How good you can you kiss ass, take bullshit, and 
not complain about it. Because here's the thing. Either you get high up enough to where you are lying to yourself so much that you believe it. And you have enough people to be like, yo, this is my, like, these are my bitches. Yeah. Or they're high enough with you. Yeah. That they are doing the same thing. Or you are high up enough and you know that it's bullshit. You know that you're not getting, and obviously maybe that there is something out there. Maybe these people are telling the truth, but in my opinion, they're Nobody not knows. hearing anything. Nobody knows shit. And they are prophets by their own vocalization. And I think that it's real convenient that as soon as somebody reaches a certain point in the church, that's when they become a prophet. They haven't always had the ability. They just become one. They, you know, I think that God spoke to me last night. Yes. No, sir. That's schizophrenia. You need help. Um, that, that's called dreaming. Actually. Uh, you need help, sir. I had a sick ass dream last night, by the way. Super off topic. It was lit, though. And I was so bummed when I woke up. Wakes up. Damn it. Yeah, fuck, dude. Anyway. See, I, say, I say that about waking up, but for a different reason. We don't have to talk about that. Um, <laughs> maybe God can help you. Um, So, the the... Anyway, then you get to the point where, like, you know that it's bullshit, but you have to play along because you are now... You're deep you, in that bitch. You're either deep in that bitch, or you want the power that comes with it. You yeah, because then at that point it's not a, it, you. Have, I'm sure there's a, more than enough people who are already in high enough to the point where they know that they can't get out and find something else to do. So they're just gonna ego trip it and power trip it and just be like, "Yo, I'm about to run with this shit and act like it's for religion." We literally saw it happen in Congress when they were like, "You can't do this with your body anymore. God doesn't think is right." You're, uh, you're a dumb bitch. They're, yeah, religion is too tied also into state when it's literally not supposed to be government in, in general. In my opinion, I don't think that it's something that's fair. You know, whenever JFK became president, it was a very big deal because of his religion. Um, and I think that it's something that is always kind of murmured about less and less nowadays. But I think that religion has a huge impact on society. Um, Those are the people who say. God this, God that, I, but they're controlling people. It's, I think that everybody, I, I do want to say this while we're, we're definitely not near the start of the episode. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. I think that if you believe in God, if that is what gives you hope, that is what pushes you through the day, that is what makes you happy or, or feels like you have some outlook on something and that is what you grew up believing or what you choose to believe in. And that's how you feel comfortable. And you, you by all means. Yeah. But go by all, Hey bro, don't suck force your, it. yeah. Suck your own tape. Do whatever you got to do. Don't force that shit on. Yeah. Hey, my roommate is really good about it. He knows that I don't fuck with God. He knows that I don't fuck with religion and that it's not my cup of tea. And, but he looks at me and he goes, Hey man, I just don't want to shove it down your throat because it's not your problem. And I know that it's not your thing. Yeah, bro. Which is the most respectful <laughs> thing you can do. If and and I had a lady at the bar ask me if she could share a Bible quote with me. And that kind of teeters on that line because of course I don't want to say no. Yeah, you don't want to be a dick and be like, to be honest with you, lady, it's not about to do anything. Yeah. Well, not even just that, but you have to understand the time and place that you're sharing or t- telling people these things. Because you are talking to a person who is working for tips. You are talking to a person whose job it is to be nice to you. Because at the end of the day, it is my job to be nice to you. 
I think I think in those cases, if that ever were to happen, it's kind of a let her talk about it and then turn it into a. Well, that's what it was. Is I let her talk about it, and then the whole moral of it basically was like live every day like it's your last, like enjoy and try and make people smile. And I was like, you could have just said that without the Bible quote. Yeah, and you would have had this interaction be one less long and two. A little bit more genuine. It, it's yeah, it's a conversation that now cuts out a lot of the fat for me because of the fact that you don't know what my religion is, you don't know where I stand, and you now no longer have to worry about. Are you now? And and obviously, like if you're already knee deep in that, you're not worrying about it. But you now are no longer obligated to think. Hey, maybe this person does not give a fuck about the thing that I'm sharing with them. Honestly, I wish people were more a little bit more creative with their religion. To be honest with you, I'm gonna. That's just, what, that's how Mormonism started, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's how it was. It was like I'm gonna be kind of creative with mine. I'm gonna add three new books to the religion. No, no, no listen, right? So I got a homie that uh, believes in like the North, 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 Norse, Norse. That's what it is. N O R S E. Norse mythology. There you go. Um, Good mythology to pick. Like awful, actually, it's super miserable. It's very fucked up. Oh, it's like worse than Greek mythology. Yeah, but listen, bro. When I tell you that, like, this family was like, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. I ain't gonna lie to you. So I wish like the Bible was like this because I was like, I would read this. If Norse the mythology is so fucking cool. <laughs> listen, right? So this book was literally like this big, about this wide. Mm-hmm. And it just had like, just the the story, right? It just told, obviously I didn't read through it. No, but they like they're like yeah. Well, there's we, a lot of stories. Yeah, but like they obviously believe in like Ragnarok and like Thor and Midgard, Midnight Midgard. Realms. Yeah, bro, that shit. I was like, that's hard as fuck. That sounds lit. It's super cool. I actually it, like if you believe in a cool ass religion like that. If I went to, the I'm college, with that. If I went to the college that I didn't go to, or. or if, I didn't go to the college that I went to, then I would have taken a lot more religious study classes um, because I didn't have that option. Mm. But I literally think that that would have been my like best classes was religious study. Yeah, because those are cool. Don't get me wrong. Well, like the, North myth- Norse mythology, Greek mythology. You're going to have to just cut that out yep. real quick. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, Greek mythology. Um, the other ones. <laughs> Roman, Celtic. Roman, Celtic, uh, I don't know what else. Those are kind of the primary ones. That shit is hard. There's That's Irish mythology, Scottish, I, like every place kind of has, every culture has their own mythology. Yeah, that shit's lit, bro. And we look like dumbasses fucking. Because we like everybody else's mythology. Yeah. And we don't have our own fucking swag, bro. Everyone's got their own drip to their culture. We, do. we definitely, Mormonism is the first American religion. Yeah, but that's just dumb as fuck, in my uh, opinion. Well, I, again, Marmy, if you're listening to this, I love you so much, and I respect <laughs> your beliefs, but yeah, it's fucking dumb. It, it's, yeah. It's. You telling me you can't have caffeine, bro? What the fuck is caffeine going to do with well, you? Well, you can. You just can't have hot coffee or tea. What the fuck is that going to do to you? But you can have cold tea, I think. Can you have soda? Technically. The fuck? It can't be a hot caffeinated drink. Why? Uh, God? Because God said so. Like, that shit like that, bro. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I... 
I go I, eat a dick. In my opinion, I think that the best representation of what gods would be like also is Norse and Greek mythology and Roman mythology. Oh, absolutely. Because of the same thing of like absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the whole thing with God and Jesus is the fact that they are higher beings because of the fact that they're so noble and their power is belittled by their generosity and their their love yeah and their, their forgiveness love, their, yeah um when in actuality like i think that the most fair representation is the people is those mythologies because of the fact yeah, it's kind of like the boys like if superheroes were in real life that's exactly how yeah, that shit would because go because the fact that like that's just how it goes absolute power corrupts absolutely and there are some people who could hold on to their sense of morality but especially if you're born into that there's no sense of like how that turns off. That's why Zeus is such a fucking asshole. And why if somebody says, Hey, fuck Zeus, you're going to get turned into a fucking cow. You're going to get turned into a shish kebab. No, you're going to get turned into a cow and more like mortally fucking abused. And then he'll kill you whenever you've had enough or he'll, or you'll be Sisyphus and you'll be forced to push a boulder all the way up a hill. And then it will roll back down. You got to do the same shit until you die. And you're not going to die. Hell yeah. Anyway, that gets into a whole thing. See, but how we're deep into this episode. How do you feel religion has kind of changed throughout the years? I think religion went from being almost because now we talk to so many people that are like, yeah, you go to church. Yeah, you do this. We're like, nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? There are a lot of people who are like, yeah, I still believe in this. Like, I got a homegirl who's like, Jesus. Me and Jesus are tight. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it was funny because uh, I actually had a conversation with her not too long ago. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to church this day. Like, you should come with me. And I was like, you know how I feel about church. She was like, no, I don't. And then I we actually had a like, conversation about it. It was pretty cool. Um, shout out to the people who are open-minded enough to, like, hear somebody, like, not diss, but kind of. People listen to this episode. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the people who listen to us. Um, but so those are the ones who are going to be open-minded. Yeah, exactly. But um, or, or you're just a really person who likes to just see that anger. Because for me, it's like if you if you are religious and someone tells you one, I don't believe in this, or I believe in something else, and they're like, "Yo, that's like that's sick as fuck, bro. Like, good for you. You know what I mean? You're a cool individual. You are a good person. Eh, I wouldn't go that far. You're a cool individual. You know what I mean? But you're chill. Yeah, you're pretty chill. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. How religion has changed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like growing up, like I'm sure it was even worse back then, bro. Because like back then, if you were in like quote unquote like Catholic school, like it was very like straight and narrow. Bro, like, you were a square-ass motherfucker, bro. And I'm sure it's kind of still the same way. Yeah, but kids that age now don't give a fuck. You know what uh, I mean? I wouldn't necessarily say that. I, for I, most kids, I would say for... It, and it also depends on the household that you're in Yeah, and stuff I think like that. that it's, like, it's less... Because you know how many religious people and foremans that I knew? Foreman's, for your information, is a fake Mormon, in my opinion. Former Mormon. Fake, because they still claim to be a Mormon. No, Foreman is former Mormon. Oh. What's a fake Mormon? Fake Mormon. 
Oh, well, we called them Foremans. Foremans is former Mormon. Oh, okay. Well, since, hence the term four men. Huh. Four skin. Huh. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> but, um, uh, nah, man, there were so many fake Mormons, bro. Like, it was bad, bro. Like, I knew a little bit too many different dudes and women both that were like, Jesus. And then after school, so you're like, yo, Billy was getting his toe sucked and, 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 Finger blasting a girl in the bathroom. You know what I mean? It's the like finger blasting is bad. Toe sitting suck, not a problem. Arguably, technically, the finger blasting you could also kind of get away with. Jesus is like, hey, you finger blasted her? Hey, GG's. Good not shit. Not exactly. <laughs> the sins are kind of wishy washy because you can like soak, and that's technically okay. What do you mean you can soak? Oh, you don't know what soaking is? The fuck is soak? Oh, you're in it for a treat. Soaking is a thing that Mormons do that got really popularized by pop culture because it's stupid and funny and everybody thinks it's fucking weird. And it's also another reason that people laugh at them. And it's basically, you put your dick in. <laughs> oh, and you just let it soak? And you just sit there. <laughs> now, here's the catch. If old Bobby Joe's underneath the bunk bed... And he's kicking you. You're not moving. But Bobby Joe's doing you a solid. And it just so happened that the environment around you is moving. That's crazy. That's actually probably the most psychotic shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, dude. We could have a whole episode on Mormonism. You're telling me they played just the tip for funsies, but it wasn't just the tip. And then they just kicked it. It was like... It was the whole rod, and they kicked it. Yeah, bro, that's wild, bro. Uh, Mormons. Sitting in a super soaker. <laughs> kicking it. I think that religion changed a lot because of social media, and I think it's almost now taboo, almost, to talk about religion. Yeah, like, religions at this point, like, it's almost weird to hear somebody like... It's openly talk about it. it I feel like years ago... It's like, I, oh, you're Christian? Yeah. That's crazy. I feel like it's... It, like years ago, it was kind of like the norm to kind of like have conversations about God or have conversations about like religion in general um, and like what you are. Or maybe that could just be because I was around those people a lot more. But I feel like nowadays people are a lot more careful with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I literally had a coworker um, whenever I was having some family stuff go on and I kind of told them like because they asked me what was going on. Uh, And they were like, well, I don't know if you believe in God. I don't know how you feel about that stuff. But if you do, and they kind of just left it there as like an open thing, um, which I think is totally fine. I think that if you're going to do this, make it brief, make it quick and kind of gauge that person's reaction. Um, But if that, and they basically said like, I don't know if you believe in God, but if you do, my prayers are with you. And that's it. That's all that it needed to be. Yeah, and it's like super subtle, super very like and I was respectable. Like, I I appreciate that you were thinking. Yeah, or that you will. Yeah, because at that point it's good energy, it's good thoughts. Yeah, and like that's all that that needs to be. It doesn't need like, and it doesn't. And this has happened before. This happened with my mom's side of the family. Whenever some family medical stuff happened, um, and I had a conversation with them for the first time after this stuff had happened, um, they looked at me and they said, "Well, you know, God has a plan." God's gonna, you know, God is looking after you guys and he'll guide you and, and you Jesus say, will stand beside you and they all, they both have a plan and they'll be there. I hate hearing that shit, bro. I used to be one to look at motherfuckers and be like, bro. Well, for me, it's hard because I've had a lot of really, really 
bad shit happened in my life and a lot of like tragic things. And, and this isn't like me trying to like look for, you know, cry like, for help yeah, or anything like yeah, that. Or not even that, but I'll, I feel like a lot of people, it's never like a, you're trying to use that as a, as a reason or like an excuse, yeah, no. you know? But it is me saying that it is hard for me to just instantly go, you're right. God and me. Cool. I know he's got a plan for me when it's like, then why hasn't he been around when I've needed him the most? Why hasn't he been around for this? Why hasn't like, if we're all loved by this person, if we're loved by God and his glorious kingdom and all that stuff, why is he so willing to let us suffer and ha- let awful things happen? Yeah. And then, you know, they go, Oh, like, you know, God's strongest warriors have the you know hardest troubles and stuff like that. Not even. Yeah. Which is like, uh, I'm like, mm, go fuck yourself. It's like, Cause, it's cause more of like, God's playing Sims or like watching a social experiment. Yeah, God's just throwing random fucking tinkers, like blindfold, fucking throwing random darts to seeing who, who yeah, life he can like, fuck up. Explain the Golden State Killer. I don't know what that means. He's like one of the most notorious rapists and killers wow. in America. You know, like or Jeffrey Dahmer or yeah. Tide Bundy. You know, like you and or like just the state of the planet in general. Anyway, like, and obviously there are things that you can say to explain this away and there are mindsets you have. And of course, like this all comes down to subjectivism, but you know, what is, uh, uh, we definitely don't want to touch on that yet. (laughs) Um, let's touch it. How do you feel like religion impacts humans? Like how do you feel like it really impacts people's lives? It's really moral based in my opinion. Like I know I said it before, but like I think it genuinely gives somebody like kind of like uh like a blueprint almost. Like a hey, this is how you're gonna live your life, bud, for the rest of your life. And if you follow this, you're gonna walk through the pearly white gates of uh of heaven and God's gonna give you a big hug and go, Hey big guy, you made it. Go grab you a fucking bitch and go grab you a burr. You made it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like in 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 my opinion, like Also, when it comes to, like, death, like, religion, you know, you know, they say that they have, like, this whole thing about death, and they're like, oh, you know, heaven or hell, yada, yada, are based off of, you know, whether or not you believe if he's truly God, and, um, like, my cousin wanted me to, like... Whether or not you're a sinner. Yeah, like, but, like, and then they go, we're all sinners, and then I'm like, well, then we're all going to hell, and then they go, no, because he forgives you, and I'm like... Because he died first. I'm like, you literally make no sense... You're literally telling somebody he died for your sins. Go be a shitty person. Then they go, but don't be a shitty person because he's going to be mad. You have to ask for forgiveness. Well, the whole mindset is that he died so that we could sin without immediate repercussion. And then that way, when we repent for our sins, we are able to seek forgiveness because of the fact that you're not following, are you? It just doesn't make any sense to no, me. No, I mean, like, uh, like it, I'm not saying it makes sense to me either. Like, two plus two is six is what you're telling me. I think that you're right in the sense that, like, death is, like, one of the biggest ways that humans are affected by religion. I think that death and tragedy. Yeah, because, like, there's been multiple people where, like, they're, like, you know, whether it be an old lady or somebody who has had a heart attack and then they get brought back, they're like, yeah, bro. 
Like, I saw a white light, and one of my old family members were waiting for me. And it was the most peaceful thing I've ever felt in my life. But then you, you also... You didn't see no bearded man walking up to you like, hey, yo, good shit, you made it, dog. But then you also think you... Your mind processes all of the things that you've lived, so you could have just been brought back, and the last thing that you were reliving was that memory. Yeah, because I know, like, when you die, your brain plays like a... It like almost is like it's like a it's like almost a movie. Like, yeah, think about it like uploading a flash drive into the cloud. All of that information is being, which is crazy because the simulation. Oh Jesus! The Matrix. You know no, what I we, mean? We can't do this in the religion episode. <laughs> I like we cannot do this in this episode. It's crazy to think about. No, we, you can come up or do a check in on this, but you cannot do this on the religion episode. If you know about the simulation, then you know. Do you know about last Thursdayism? <laughs> You look like a last Thursdayism. What the fuck are you talking about? It's religion. Well, it's a mindset more than a religion. I, actually, it might be now. Um, but basically, the whole concept is that the universe, everything was created last Thursday. Everything that you've experienced before then is all pre-cognitive, like pre-formulated thoughts. Like all, all things that are, like you just were birthed with these concepts. All of it is created. And nothing existed up until last Thursday. That's it. There, there's and I. Okay, there's we're done. Some stuff we're, that no, I'm no, 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 no. We're done with that because that's uh, no. Yeah, no. It fucks with everybody every time I talk. Ab- absolutely not. I'm not. No, I do too many psychedelics for that shit. I'm okay. What? Um, absolutely not. How? What do you think a lot of people's main problems are with religion? <laughs> for the people who have gripes um uh, i think everyone has their own it's so hard to even like try and generalize genu- generalize generalize there you go um why someone would not fuck with religion um there's the like honestly it's endless you know what i mean um i think enough people have enough reason not to fuck with religion i think the biggest ones are um, you know, seeing the fakeness in the church and seeing, you know, clicks and favoritism and uh, people going power hungry. Um, churches who are taking donation money and spending it on bullshit. Um, there was just a, a pastor who went viral on Twitter because he was making well over six figures as a pastor online. And he got he was wearing fucking dripped out necklaces and fucking like, um, and watches and shit like that. Like the song No Rest for the Wicked. Yeah, but I saw a preacher man in cuffs taking money from the church. He stuffed his bank account with righteous dollar bills. And then guess what? That priest or pastor or whatever got robbed on live television Damn. for all his shit. Run me that shit, bitch. That's what you get, stupid ass. I think that a lot of the issues that come from religion in society's terms stem from the fact that they're tax exempt. Oh yeah, because you could just yeah. if your your religion, like your church, like the property that you own, all of that shit is tax exempt. So there's, I think that a lot of things in religion, it's, it's business. Yeah, I think a lot of things would really, really fucking change in religion if we took that away. I think that a lot of people's mentalities. I think a lot start of start taxing about, God, and and I would love to see what churches do. 
after that. Because Have you heard about that whole like you should give ten percent of your all of your income to Jesus? Hey, you want to hear something crazy about Mormonism? How much they give, bro? It's way more than ten percent. If you tell me, and it's mandatory. I be damned, bro. I be, I mean, it, it makes sense, bro. That's why they make so much fucking money. You got to be able to make a lot of money, chill on your own, and then still be able to I give a piece to Jesus. Think that it's very uh, convenient. Real quick, my last little two cents, uh, my dig at Mormonism really quick. It's very convenient, and this is kind of a society impact on religion thing. Because society also is what impacts religion a lot. You know, you see a lot of changes in religion too. You know, we don't do exorcisms anymore. And that's because society was like, hey, this is not fucking cool. Yeah, that's because I feel like exorcisms were uh, not pulling demons out of bodies, but probably putting them in bodies. Uh, well, I we can talk about that. That kind of is like, that's a lot. There's a lot of mental stuff and science in that, and it often would result in a lot of deaths and a yeah, lot of child deaths. Because they're psychotic. Um, well, it normally would boil down to like the child needed medical attention, uh, like a psychiatrist or some sort of help like that, or the parental figure was abusive. Um, and that's normally what the problem was. Anyway. Sure. Go yeah. ahead. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, but I was just... What about the, like... Mm. Mm. Same thing of, like, your body... Yeah, the body's fucking... Yeah, your body will react under pressure, and if you are so conditioned to believe something, you'll make it real. Where your and body starts cracking and popping and shit? That's not as real... That's not exactly how those always would go. But, like, people would disco, like... They would die. They would dislocate body parts and they would do awful things to their bodies and die because their bodies and their mental state is under so much pressure and stress to believe that they need to exert something from their body or or like that they have to do something to be better and that their mental state is cracking and breaking. Imagine every single day I looked at you and said, something's not right with you and you're not here. You can say that shit right now, and I'd be like, you right. And then I just kind of slowly keep feeding you things that would make you question your mentality. It's called gaslighting. Yes, but to an extreme point. Yeah, I've already had that done to me. Eventually, your mental state starts to break. I Anyway. I, went, I got there, too. That coupled <laughs> with mental illness or possible abuse or sexual assault, all are things that lead to that point. That's gnarly dog. Anyway, so that's part of the reason why also exorcisms are bad. Anyway, so I think society really does force change because here's a thing that you will also learn about Mormonism right now. We have a thing in Mormonism. We have enough things. <laughs> uh, well, this is the big one. Um, and they're called revelations. I don't know if you know what this are, but revelations in the Mormon church is basically the high priest, the, the which isn't what they're called, um, the elder. Hi, <laughs> Richter. No, <laughs> that's a D&D joke. The elder <laughs> of the church mm-hmm. basically said is connected to God or Jesus or, you know, Joseph Smith. He's not connected to Joseph Smith, but Jesus and God. And he says, they've spoken to me. I have a revelation and it gets added to basically. I have been contacted by God, and he told me that we should start smoking at least half an ounce a day. No, but he did go, it's okay for women to vote. 
it's okay for women to work. At the time that everything was coming out. Bingo. Mormonism does a lot of pivoting and just so happens to have a lot of revelations at the time when they need it for society to continue accepting them. That's why Mormons eventually went, it's okay for black people to be around us. They're okay in society. They're not the sin. They're not the forsaken ones. Because in early Mormon days, they used to tell Native Americans and black people, you can turn white if you believe hard enough. And you'll be accepted by God. Yeah, bro, I'll tell you what, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you what, white people have been crazy as shit, and why I think white people will forever be crazy as shit, but that's just my opinion. Why y'all white people got to be crazy as shit? I, I don't think the world will ever know, but for some reason, y'all decided just to take people's land, start killing people, and then tell them what to do, and then tell them, hey, if you turn yeah. what? Yeah, that shit's wild, bro. Fucking colonizers, bro. Yeah. Crazy. We all suck. All of them. All, all of them. People in general also suck. We've, humans yeah, in general. Humans have done them to them, that to themselves. It just so happens that white people just Do really it hammered it in. Yeah, bro. They really doubted it and was like, this yeah, is and we're going to be good at this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely stuck yeah. to that gun. Pieces of shit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that like revelations, basically, uh, there's a whole thing of like, we're just waiting for the day that Mormon church comes out and says, it's okay for gay people to get married. This is the revelation I just had. Because society is moving so hard in that direction of like, or trying so hard to move into that direction see, of like. At that point, I'm surprised people are in the Mormon church and you see that shit and go, mm. But they're really sticking to that one because most churches are. So That's crazy. Yeah, I like. Anyway. Yeah, bro, big fuck religion. It, it's. I think that religion's big impact on society has really made it to where a lot of people are trying to find comfortability in something that keeps them like grounded. I think that religion is a scapegoat for a lot of actions, or is just in general a thing that people use to voice the fear and frustration that they have because they can't explain it any other way. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, People hide behind the term God has a plan for us. To not deal with shit. Yeah, to, to say that I this is something that I can't be worried about. It's the same as me saying, I have anxiety, but this is out of my control, so I have to let it go. Because what me worrying about it won't change it. I hate when people are like, I'm just going to give it to God. Bitch, if you don't fucking pull your fucking big fucking adult pants up, are you going to deal with that shit, bitch? I'll knock you out. Yeah, bro. I'm going to just let God handle it. I'm going to just let God. This is, this is for God. God's going to edit this podcast. Actually, bro, I'd be okay with calling Jackson God before actually calling anything else God. Uh, and that's on D&D. And that's on fucking D&D, bitch. Satanic Panic was crazy, too. Satanic Panic. Yeah, that's like the whole thing about D&D being like Satanism and stuff like that is because... As long as I don't see no Ouija board, we good, bro. The day y'all pull out a Ouija board, I'm kicking you, Cameron, and Hefe in the fucking face. I don't fuck with that shit because here's the thing. I don't necessarily believe it, but the moment that that shit comes like anywhere near me, I don't want to take the chance that it's real. Imagine <laughs> your crib with a demon 
Oh, you already got two fucking heathens in there, bro. You don't need a demon. We already joked that we have a ghost uh, because of some shit that's happened in the house. That's a later combo, though. Um, he's ho- he's a homie, though. I hate white people. White <laughs> people are always getting haunted. I'm never, yeah, I'm cool. Uh, but anyway, I think we're going to come up activity here. Activity goes crazy. Paranormal activity do go wild, bro. Um, Haunted house. That's uh, a great movie. I kind of want to cap this out with just saying, like, religion is... I'm cool with people who believe in yeah. religion. It's okay I'm for cool. you to be religious, and and if it's what works for you, it's what makes you happy. Do it. Like it's totally fine. But know how the people around you feel, and understand that like pushing boundaries isn't necessarily okay. Yeah, bro. Understand boundaries. Understand how everyone thinks the same, and I think people kind of already have that mindset. And also, society will keep changing, and religion will try its best to keep up. And that's the thing about religion is like a lot of people who feel if you ever feel like oh I can't talk about my religion yada yada this and that. Religion is not supposed to be like you share with everybody and then they're like, oh, we all feel the same about religion. Cool. Nah, the whole point of fucking religion is for you to feel a certain type of way, living a certain type of way, making yourself feel good and it's having for being at peace. It's for being at peace, finding happiness within yourself. Okay. You don't need no fucking any opinion from any fucking priest, pastor leader whoever the fuck it is you don't need to do any of that shit it's between you and whatever fucking entity you believe that is up there and i know that there are some people definitely out there who need to hear this if you are in a religion that you're not happy and you're afraid of the repercussions of leaving of like your family not being there when you leave or or whatever it is your family needs to get their shit together And, and if the religion is what makes you family, then you weren't family to begin with. Facts. Because that means that there is some finite connection that is not there because it's clear that one thing is more important than the thing that you've raised and grown up with and nurtured. Have you ever seen like those religious like Christian movies? Which ones? Like just any of them. Yeah, they're probably it. some of the funniest fucking things yeah. I've ever seen in my life, bro. They're the corniest. <laughs> you mean like where somebody's like playing Jesus and stuff? No, 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 no. I mean like, like you know, like where say if they have like a oh, fuck, I forgot what it was like a movie that came out not too long ago that like people raved about. Um, and then there was like an atheist professor. Um, Finds God or something. Some shit like that. But I know that like. Towards the end, it was just funny because everyone's at this concert. Um, whoever sang Oceans, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what fucking Christian band it is, but um, everyone's at this concert, and then the atheist professor is like out in the middle of the street, and he gets hit by a car, and he's about to die, and he ends up a pastor ends up coming over him. He's like, do you accept God? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like this atheist professor who's had a bunch of shit just happen to him in his life. And he's like, I do. And he's like, you're going to go to heaven, bud. And I'm like, the fuck am I watching, bro? The fuck is this? For me, I thought you were talking about there's these movies that people make where they reenact things in the Bible. Um, and so it'll be like Jesus being born or it'll be like uh, Moses or it'll be like, you know, one of the various stories in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I've like seen those like I, back in the day my, when they're like in Egypt. Uh, or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. In the Middle East. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is not Egypt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the posture that. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
All good things. Um, my family plays those videos every like holiday. You know what was even on like Mother's you know, Mother's and Father's Day. You know what was uh just crazy. You know what I think is a very traumatic. Watching those movie. videos every year for my no, 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 listen. You know what I think the probably the most traumatic movie I think I, you could ever show a kid growing up is Passion of the Christ. You ever watch that movie? No. Where like it's about God and like hit like or Jesus. Yeah, I could have guessed. And about like the whole life of like Jesus and stuff like that. But there's a scene in the movie where he puts on the the thorn crown. And like he's bleeding all over his face, and he's obviously like nailed. Like, yeah. And he's walking up the hill, and he's got like, getting stoned and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like eight or nine, and I'm watching what I'm supposed to be my fucking dude getting absolutely just was Jesus shit. white in the movie? Huh? Was Jesus also white in the movie? Yes. <laughs> it's just yes. like Christian Bale. <laughs> Literally, dog. I was like, bro, this man's getting absolutely just fucking mauled, right? It's Christian Bale. With I just remember my mom what? looking at me while she's crying, and now I'm starting to tear up because I'm like, what the fuck are you? Like, what is this? You're just crying out of trauma, though. Yeah, bro. Like, at the, at the time, I'm like, oh, like, this is so sad. Like, he really died for it. Growing up realizing I'm like that shit is fucked up like don't, don't don't show that shit to kids bro like they don't need to see that shit yeah cuz they try to like magnify it like yeah but Did like at that point you don't through? even understand like what the context of death is and like the severity of that like what that means to yeah bro it just it, it blows my mind how like people are like he went through so much for us bitch were you there were you his neighbor did you see his shit get rocked no oh there's a song out called Dear God. Um, it's a really, really good song. Dear God, hold my nuts. Um, and it's literally just kind of like a take on like criticizing what religion is nowadays, which is basically like people, he literally starts it off like um, the the start of it is like, Dear God, where'd you go? You haven't been answering your phone. I'm not saying I'm mad, but the world is fucked up and you should come around more. Um, and then it goes into the main core, uh, like his main, his first verse, and he goes, um, uh, seven, sorry, I haven't hit you up in a while. I know I only call when I need something from you or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, and then like, he kind of like says like, oh, how are you doing? Like, you know, I, I heard you f- beefing with science. Um, by the way, I got some bad pressure in my science, sinus. Uh, and so basically it like always circles back to like, hey, I, I need something from you. Yeah. And that's kind of what the takeaway is now is like, oh, God will help me. Uh, or like, uh, you only really are praying whenever you actually need the help. Anyway, super strange, super interesting. It's a good song also. Um, anyway, yeah, I think we should, uh, I think that's enough religious talk. Uh, we're running a little long, so uh, let's come up. Oh, yeah, brother. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we had our tournament, our Apex tournament, um, this past Saturday. And honestly, we didn't do too bad. We definitely could have done a lot better. We came sixth out of 20. Yeah, which is like, there were some demons in there. You know what I mean? Like, there were some absolute fucking heathens in that lobby. And, uh, yeah, we honestly did a lot better than I think we should have. Honestly, with us getting sixth with the way we did, if we would have had maybe one better game, we're probably top three. In my opinion, at least top five, or at least top four. You know what I mean? Like, I, I and I know for a fact that like we we could have done a little bit more damage. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. You know what I mean? And uh, you win some, you lose some. You just gotta keep it pushing. And uh, 
you know, we're on to the next, but I yeah. I watched the VOD today. Like, I just kind of skipped through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, dude, that's that clip where we, it's the second game, and we kill the people who killed us the game before, where, like, it because it was first, and then we were second. Oh, bro, I was so, I was talking shit. So we were so we cocky. Were, we, we got... Uh, we landed with the squad that killed us in that first game. And ended up first. winning because we yeah. were second in that first game, and then they got first by killing And us. then we landed together, and then we murked them. But there was literally a team that landed uh, at a site that was next to us, and they came for the rotate, like I see it on the map. Uh, and you can literally see us celebrating because I'm spinning, reviving whoever I'm reviving. And I could just, in my like mind, I could hear us going, yeah, <laughs> like just cheering and shouting because we were like losing it when that happened because it was like so Pog champ. Yeah, because the way that that last game had ended, it was like, fuck, like we should have played that a little bit better, yada, yada, this and that. We, we get into the next game, we see them first thing on site, run through them, but we definitely took a little bit too long on the fight. And uh, yeah, it was just, it fucking sucked. And then we got third party. Yeah, and then we got Tough. third party. Yeah, but I mean, that's the name of Apex, yep. man. Um, but yeah, it was honestly a really good time. It was really cool to officially play like competitively um, and for something. Um, but yeah, man, it was pretty cool. Um, Got some good clips in there. Um, yeah, I got some good eyes on us. You know what I mean? So I, I think it'll definitely be a... It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But yeah, that's me. You big guy. Big uh, I want to talk about... There's this clip that I, I saw on Tic Tac. Uh, one of the rare times that I was on it. Um, and it was this guy and he basically was like... It was an older guy... And he was talking, and he was, like, talking about enjoying your 20s. He was like, look, you want the real truth? Your 20s are for fucking around. He was like, don't, anybody who said your teen years were for fun, they're wrong. Your 20s are where you should be experimenting, take risks, do things you want to try. Don't feel like you have to be set on a game plan. Try everything. Life is long enough for you to just kind of keep picking things up. So figure out what you like to do now in your 20s while you can before you have to kind of set on something and then can do those things as you get the ability to. My butt cheeks are falling asleep. And <laughs> so that really stuck with me The of like the it's okay to slow down enjoy your 20s it's okay to slow down and enjoy the life that you have and take risks do things that are fun and that really kind of put you in the moment and, and you allow ever, you to try whatever you want would you ever go skydiving i'm supposed to go skydiving oh that's right when uh we literally just talked about it today and i don't know but we were just pulling jeff, uh, jeff about it i want to go skydiving you can come with us you guys gonna do them buckeye I don't know where we're going. We should do it somewhere cool. I don't want to look at Arizona while I'm falling out of a fucking plane. You want us to take a trip and then go skydiving? I want us to take a trip and jump jump out of a plane, yes, but at some prettier, prettier looking shit, yeah. Here's the thing: if we do it enough here, we can get a skydiving license to where we can just kind of jump on our own. That shit would be so cool. You have to give to do it three times. That shit would be so cool, bro. Imagine, bro. The, oh, <laughs> bro, imagine jumping out of a. Imagine staring at each other and then just. Ding. Um, but yeah, like live it up, enjoy it as much as you possibly can because it's a clip of me busting my ass right here, bro. Oh, that time flies by, you know.
Absolutely. You never get time back. You know what I mean? If you treat every day like it's your last, then... Uh, go talk to that person you're interested in. Go have fun. Go do whatever the fuck go, it is you want to do. Go shoot your shot, but don't be a weirdo. But go shoot your shot. Yeah. Be confident in yourself. Um, Go do the thing that you've been telling yourself that you wanted to do. Go buy the thing that you've been wanting to buy. Um, Go spoil yourself. Go take yourself out. Get yourself some flowers. Whether you're a guy or a fucking female, get yourself some fucking flowers. Make yourself feel real fucking nice and pretty. Take yourself out on a nice day, you bad bitch. You have yourself a nice fucking day. All right? And I think that's going to round us off. Hell yeah, brother. You bitch your ass off. Um, KillerB420 with two R's on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and KillerB Dads on TikTok. You can find me at RQ on Twitch, YouTube, not Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And you can find both of us at Coming Up for Air Cast on Instagram, Up for Air Cast on Twitter, and Coming Up for Air Cast on TikTok. <laughs> and if you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure to either subscribe or follow the podcast and share it on whatever platform you'd like to somebody who may need to hear it or you think may enjoy it. And if you really liked it, make sure to rate the podcast. It helps yeah, us out bro, a lot and it really helps us with getting the word out. And if you want to hear some shit, let us know because nine times out of ten we'll take it into yeah. consideration. And Tweet honestly, at, this, I, leave a comment. And at this point, we're still so early and still so young with this that like... If you genuinely do want us to hear or want to hear us talk about something and you put it up nine times out of ten, that next episode that we see it on, we're probably going to end up talking about it. So it's the time. You sure put it in now, baby. But, yeah, we'll catch you guys. Talk to you soon. See you next Wednesday.